Well, wait, no, that was terrible, people. Sheesh. Can I get another start? No? Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is B. George Smith. I really need to know how to learn how to do intros better. Learn myself. Oh, words. I need to know how to say them. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for coming back and listening to the podcast is a brand new episode we appreciate you we thank you so much for rocking with us please as always share with your friends oh you know what i found out y'all could do for us that would be really cool if you could five star rate us and then leave a little note in the apple podcast section we'll really appreciate that do it man do it i thank you so much again for listening and rocking with us we really appreciate all the feedback I've been getting. Shout out to my homegirl, Rashida Williams. I didn't even know you listened, but you gave us a big shout out. Shout out to Rashida. Um, and everybody at that listens, yo. Just let me know that you're listening. You know what I'm saying? You know the deal. Um, yeah. I got mm-hmm. Richard Atticus Martin Jr. with me. Hello, everybody. Yes. I got James H. White with me. The Lakers are in the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> I got Corey Reed with me. I said the Lakers are in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Let for Mount Zion rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold up. Let me see if James do it again. I got Corey Reed. I said the Lakers... <laughs> Are in the NBA Finals. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. The Clippers are crumbling as we speak. <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> They're about as strong as wet tissue paper right now. Right, yeah. The bubble has bursted. Kawhi has ruined this franchise. And I love to see it. <laughs> For those of you that have been um, living under a rock, the Los Angeles Lakers are back in the ah, yeah, NBA yeah, Finals. Oh, glory. Boy, the way yeah, you said yeah, that yeah. right there. My, Ooh. my God. Did you feel that? <laughs> yes, I, I felt that. <laughs> my God. George, are, are you conflicted? Your, your old team and <clears throat> apparently your new team are in the finals? Who are you rooting for? Um, I'm not conflicted. I'm a Lakers fan. I pretty much explained this, and I will explain this again. I had an art with the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> when, yes, an art. Um, many, many moons ago when the Kobe Shaq split happened, and I was very upset, and I went with Shaq, and I was mad because I felt like they should have stayed together. But I come back to the Lakers, and I'm home. This is where I belong. <laughs> It's a lifelong so, Lakers so, fan. So, I've been a I've been a Lakers fan since 1982. Here you go. First game I ever saw in my life was a Lakers game, and um, I've been there ever since. And I get asked all the time, "How do I feel about this new wave of Lakers fans or people like George who left and came back?" 
or, you know, those who are here only because of LeBron James. And I consistently say that I do not care. Uh, I, I don't care. Listen, it's been James, too can long. Can I ask you a question before you, you can. before you? Yes. Can I, he uh, just said he don't care, Corey. But no, going no, outside, gotta, right. it's, it's not nothing You act him. like we supposed to be talking. You act like it's a podcast or something. Not yeah, like it's a podcast. Like <laughs> you, you brought us up here to talk or something. No, I, this this is not for James. This is just this is a general question. Why do people feel the need to let us know how long they've been fans uh, of a certain team? Like they'll be like, "I've been a fan of uh, Elway since uh, early ni- early nineties. Like, is that I mean, your impersonation of me? Right there. Came up because James said it. <laughs> wait, wait, you missed that question. You missed that question, Corey. <laughs> Is that is that your impersonation of me, Cor? That's what we're doing. Oh, oh, no, 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 no! I would I wouldn't do that. I, okay, I would give a little, bit, a little better practice. I wouldn't just okay. do that. All right, just just you know me, Cor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, you, I, and you know I, me. I'm well equipped uh, to go back and forth. Let's go. Oh man, I, I, not, I think... not sob story. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a sob story on him. Oh I, shoot. I think for the nature of the conversation, it, it was important to get that backdrop because um, there's a lot of newfound Lakers fans. Um, and so I think it's important to do it because I think it's, it's important not to speak about the franchise so much if you just got there becoming a fan and that you're not a fan of the franchise, you're a fan of a player. Um, it's, so for me, my thing is while George left, and he had every right to because he was a Shaq fan. Um, I'm a Lakers fan. I grew up a fan of the team. So if you wear the jersey, I'm a fan of you. If you don't wear the jersey anymore, no you're a bum. And I hope, hope, <laughs> hope you it's can't a- swallow. Um, <laughs> as long as you, that's, that's sounds, me. Sounds, sounds like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, so I'm, you're, I'm you're like, differentiating yourself between the LeBron fans that claim the Lakers right now. Well, I'm a LeBron fan because he's a Laker. So, Say that again. Say it again, yeah, I'm, sir. I'm a LeBron fan because he's a Laker. Okay, I'm, and I'm going to be a full disclosure. Kobe Bryant is one of my favorite players ever. He's tied for my favorite. If Kobe would have left in 04, he would have been a bum to me too because I'm a fan of the Lakers. I, I love the purple and gold. No matter who they bring in, I'm going to root for them. I'm going to cape for them. You can't touch them as long as they got that jersey on. Um, you know, Magic and Kobe are my favorite too. So um, that's it for me. And so I'm a fan of J.R. Smith right now. Can you believe that? Jesus. Mm. Um, <laughs> wow, you said you said that out loud. Well, and he don't play, and so it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, J.R. Smith has a fan. This, this dude. Let that seek it. He he hasn't played one meaningful minute in this bubble, so um, <laughs> so I could be a fan. He ain't doing nothing. Uh, he's about as was as active as Tyson Chandler was in that last series. Um, oh God, God, they had him. Uh, Richard, I don't know if you saw the video I did with my son, but we roasted um, Tyson Chandler for about seven minutes. They said he he only came to the bubble to protest. he he didn't even wear a jersey where everybody else is wearing a t-shirt that says i can't breathe he had a t-shirt that says i can't play oh shoot (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so what, what we have here. Corey, do you have any other divisive questions that you want to ask while you try to split up the Lakers brotherhood? Those weren't divisive questions at all. I was being I, I curious. I shot towards me, you know what I'm saying? So if I feel like I will tell you how long I've been a Lakers fan, I'm going to tell you the exact date <laughs> in which I became a Lakers fan, and you're going to love it. I mean, that, that's cool. That's it was 1982. Please understand <laughs> that it was June. No, no, it wasn't June. It was April. Wait a minute. Keep going, George. All right. I, okay. I got, I got the it's okay. It's fine. It's quite fine. It's all right. Because I was four I years old. I know that. There we go. Because all I know is I completely got it wrong. When I, I, I know that it was the finals in the late 80s where I became a Lakers fan. And then I, James reminded me that I completely messed it up, messed up the year. Yeah. I, I don't remember if it was 87 or 88. But all I know is that they were celebrating. And it was when games used to be at like 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> And I watched who, in my kitchen, and I was just super excited about who did they everything. Be? It was the Celtics. Yeah, eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Yeah. And I was, and from that moment, I was a Lakers fan, and I was cool about everything that had gone on. But then, Shaq, Kobe, boom. So for and, everybody and, and, that's and, wondering and asking me where I'm at. And, and it's I have okay, no affiliation man. with the Heat. I have no affiliation with the Heat. Like, of course, I wanted to see them do well, but like after everything went down, where like you know, I was a Shaq fan that was so glad he was a Laker. But then when I got to the Heat, then I was cool with the D Wade situation, and then D Wade left. So that that just shows you like we're aligning ourselves with these teams, and this is gonna go. It's, it's gonna go into the subject matter. You're aligning yourself with these people and these teams and they ain't loyal to you. Mm. Dwayne Wade left over like $2 million to go to Chicago. And now he got blonde hair. Well, <laughs> looking like Meteor Man. <laughs> looking like a whole Meteor Man. So, I mean, it is what it is. I know people feel how they feel. Like I've, I've had to answer questions this week. Like, and you, and you should, the, George, because you you because you know, we need to cut, keep it a buck now. Doing those those big three years with Miami. Oh, you could have shut me up. Yeah, but see, that's and, the I, and of... I recall, I recall going back and forth to you uh, yeah. plenty of times while you you were Heat Nation. But see, that's the type of fan mm. I am. When I ride with a team, listen, you're gonna absolutely know. I'm with that team and whatever your team that you're you're rooting for. <laughs> if it's not my team, you're gonna learn. Okay. You're gonna learn. But but what I've been the blessed I, I love this phrase. The blessed part is <laughs> oh my God, I felt that. <laughs> the blessed part is, even in being with two different teams in my entire life, the most hated rival of the two teams. Is the same team. It's the, it's the Celtics. <laughs> it's the Boston Celtics. It's the Celtics. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish I had a yeah. DJ I could drop my song right now. This God. dude, George, was happy to put that Shout on Chloe Lee Nelson. Nelson. 
One last question for James. One last question. It's not a it's not attack James Day. But okay, what, sure. will happen, what will happen what will have to happen for you to say purple and gold? Like what would they have to do to you for you to be like purple and gold, you cut me deep, I'm packing my bag. Nah, what he, team? I I I can hold tell on, you. I just I just feel like you're not. But go ahead. What Corey, what team hurt you this bad? No, I'm just asking not nah, the I'm Knicks. I don't oh, want that, to talk about Allen Iverson in the boat. I don't want to talk about Allen Iverson in the boat. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just asking you, what they still what paying the team has to do? Because I'm gonna yep. tell you, a couple years ago, when Corey put that picture of that boat in the chat, Listen. I cried laughing Listen. for about a, a good 37 minutes. <laughs> I want to let y'all know <laughs> how long how long has the overreaction bros group chat been going, guys? I don't know, man. It's been a while. It's, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> let me something. That that Corey Reed. Let me tell you something. Man. <laughs> Wait, there's an overreaction. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. That thing. <laughs> I don't even know how we got on the subject of it. I don't know either. <laughs> it's like all the years that Allen Iverson gave the Philadelphia 76ers, and they gave him that. <laughs> they gave him a speedboat, not a yacht. Yeah, they gave him a speedboat with a motor. A whole speedboat. <laughs> all right, I'm getting mad all over again. Like, right, for real. <laughs> okay, so for me, man, I mean, look at all, look at what I've had to go through being a Lakers Look, fan. Bro, he's... If, if I hadn't left yet, I'm never leaving. Bro, he sat through Robert Sacre. <laughs> he sat through Robert Sacre, bro. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell my story, bro. Because <laughs> I, I feel it. Sacre? Let me... Let me let me because even though I wasn't there, I was still watching. Like I was still watching on the low. I just never said that. I'm gonna back you all. I'm gonna back you all the way up to when we choked against the Houston Rockets in the 1986 Finals mm. over some team nonsense that was going on behind the scenes. Choked that whole series away when we should have gotten beat by Detroit, but then. Pat Riley started playing politics. He started, you know, he was team magic and everybody else wasn't. All right, this stuff that people don't know about. So by the time we get to the late 80s, the rest of the team ain't really feeling it. But he's team magic. And, you know, basically just, you know, magic's trying to, trying to play it all cool, but he ain't fooling nobody else. James Worthy, Byron Scott, AC Green, none of them. He ain't fooling nobody else. He's just magic, 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 magic. To the point that when Magic comes down with the HIV virus, none of them teammates rock with him because the split was already happening. Okay, I lived through the forget about the Robert Sacre years. I lived through the years of Cedric Sabalos was our best player. Listen, yo, okay. I remember those years. <laughs> they didn't call no plays for Cedric. Nope. <laughs> Cedric Sabalos <laughs> and Eldon Campbell and Tony Smith <laughs> and Sadell Three. Sadell oh, three. Come on, <laughs> oh, three look like a half suck milk dud. No, Sadell no. three. Sadell three. Yo, like a human thumb. Sadell <laughs> three. Yo, you know how much pain that is that you remember Sadell three's name. How about that? Sadell three. Do you know who Sadell? Do you know? Sadell, here's a little fun fact about Sadell three. One of his baby mamas. Is um, the lady who just divorced Dr. Dre? Ew, <laughs> she's been at this for a while. How about it? 
Yeah, but I digress. But, but I, no, I, I how? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> kind of threw you off right there, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know you what? Know, you, know, you know how old she is? <laughs> you know, nah, that just upset me greatly, yo. I'm, listen, hold on, hold on. Time, 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 time. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen of the Hello Beautiful People podcast. <laughs> we have... Because I'm about, to get, I'm about to get real mad and disrespectful. <laughs> like, real quick. Go, George. Go. And I don't, I don't want to do that because we have to celebrate. Ladies and gentlemen, Evangelist Talisa Cosby has joined us. Praise the Lord, saints and friends. How are you? Oh, God just entered the room. <laughs> and I, I was, if she wasn't here, I'd have got super disrespectful. But I'm not. <laughs> but what we do have to do, we have to celebrate her. She just celebrated her birthday over the weekend. Happy so, birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, air, air it. horns all that day. Was four, right? That's getting it. They're getting better. Corey's here. James is here. Rich is here. Bishop is in the building. God bless you. I love that. I love that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I need that on the loop. That is. <laughs> you came through, woman of God. Happy birthday uh -huh. to you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how old you are, but you look younger. How about that? <laughs> oh, my. That's a, that's a word. That is no. a word. You don't but look I mean, like what you've been through. I don't know how old you are, but you look younger. Touch your neighbor. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said he'll glorify you. That's what he said. He oh, said, he'll, yes. oh, my God. You, you look better oh, than what you've been man. through. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like the offering. I the combo because it seemed like y'all was talking real. Nah, because James just made me real mad. Like, but, but what we were doing, we, we was doing a slight preview of the NBA Finals. Lakers and five. Everybody agree? Lakers and five? Lakers and five. We just going to move on. I really don't want to talk about sports no more because Cowboys <laughs> kicked me off Sunday. Oh, man. So, so upset. Listen. Lakers and five? <sighs> yeah. What, what, what's your pick, um, Trailblazers and seven? You, think I, you, I, you I, said I, that, Corey? Yes, he Corey, did. Corey, we were that? online together. We were online together when that happened. Yes, I did. On this very podcast. Hold yeah, on. Oh, back, back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. Because Corey Reed had the audacity, the unmitigated gall, the temerity. This dude. I like the temerity had, word. Had the, <laughs> the gumption to question oh, my <laughs> loyalty and why I am a fan. And this dude picked the Trailblazers to beat my team in seven games. And he's a Knicks fan? All right. Okay. I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm not a Knicks fan. I don't what know where you? that rumor started. I'm not a what Knicks are, fan. Then what are you, Corey? I am a fan of the... <laughs> San Francisco Warriors. Yep, that's right. I'll be the enemy of the state today. Oh, San Francisco Warriors. Yes, yeah. yo. Okay. <sighs> now we gotta ask you for dates. I don't. I really I, don't care. I don't. Since yeah. since since uh, August two thousand six, <laughs> when um. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. <laughs> it's me. And he's not me. He's me. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. Facetious. It's, it's gonna come back on them. All right. So <laughs> you you took you took nothing but pleasure while we sat there in pain at what was going on those past couple years. Oh, sir, sir. And that's why I'm not worried about it. What are you doing? Right that that that's why I'm not worried about all of this, you know, because you got people like Corey, who mm-hmm. would, you know, are betting against our demise, they are betting for our demise rather. They're looking because they have no hope for themselves. So, <laughs> so they want because misery loves company, and so they want. We about you know, to have, a, we about to have a, a top pick next year, and might have some uh, room bringing another max player. So, I'm, who is we I'm okay. again? Who is we? we. The San Francisco Warriors. Okay. For those that don't formally, understand. Formally known as the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. Not formally. Normally. <laughs> that's, that's nice. And, and here's the crazy part about it. Like, when Golden State was doing their thing, it didn't make me mad at all. You know, we were trash. We had way too many light-skinned dudes on our team. And, hey, hey, you know, hey, hey. You know, that's hey, funny. Hey, what does that's that funny. have to do with anything? Uh, it has to do a lot. You can't have like you have to have the max cap of light skinned dudes. You can't have more than five. That's true. Y'all don't you can't box have more than five. Y'all box out different. The hell is that supposed to be? Y'all grab rebounds with y'all fingers. Y'all don't. <laughs> you only get rebounds of threes. You know you don't get down. <laughs> what? Oh, Yo, this is that is not true. Yeah. That's how high your voice is right now. Yeah, because I'm bad because I am a rebounder and I've never done that. So I don't know what you're talking about. But we're on the podcast. You're not in the NBA. Therefore, you can't have more than (laughs) five right there. (laughs) Yo, I don't. What is Do the homework. Name a team that had more than five light skinned dudes who won a championship. I'll wait. Wait. Wait a minute. I think this case is rested. I, you know, I'm not even going to argue with him because the way he formed that question, I already know he knows the answer. He, yeah, I do. do I'm not going to do and it. And I ain't talking about white like the Celtics. I'm talking about light-skinned black dudes. Light-skinned. <laughs> you mean outside of Kenyon Martin and Tyson Chandler? Kenyon Martin, when did Kenyon Martin win the championship? He didn't. That, that's the point we're trying to make. At least it's so good to have you on the show. I'm Tyson so won one. Okay. With the Dallas Mavericks, right? Yeah. yeah. And and Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta have more. You gotta have more than just. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When the Lakers won that year, when they um how many licensed people was on that team besides Oh when the Lakers went went when? When? When um, Brown was there. Shannon Brown? Well Shannon Brown was there. Shannon okay. Brown. Shannon Brown. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Two. Was, Devin, was Devin George there? He was not. What about when the three P then? Three P. Devin George. Devin George. Rick Fox. I'm just gonna, I'm Fox. gonna knock it out. <laughs> Ron Harper. Boom. Three. Rick Fox was there. You might be right. Man, there Thank you go. You. I've studied to show myself approved on this. <laughs> I'm just so, bad. It, it became an issue of, he's of that colorism. Is. It really miles. is. And overall grit and toughness and all of that good stuff. Yeah, we're done. Sheesh. That's why they're so mad at Steph, because he broke the odds, right? He ain't supposed to be that that beautifully yellow and win. That's why his light skin ankles can't stand up. That's why they were ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> <Like> so... <laughs> 
What we have here. <laughs> See what your problem is. <laughs> hey, what if he had chocolate ankles? Like, what if he was light skinned <laughs> everywhere but his ankle? Oh my God. Then he probably should be able to jump high, but you see that's not the case here. Hey, Steph, how you got no ankle braces in the house? No, never mind. Are you under arrest? Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Listen, people. He won't take his socks off. Sorry. <laughs> this, came, this became a colorist podcast. <laughs> this became a colorist podcast. That's so funny. <laughs> and to all the light-skinned people who are listening to this show, I just want you to know that I meant every word I just said. Right yeah. there, and so be encouraged. You know, as 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 a light skinned person, I will take no offense to what you said. Thank you, because it wasn't about you. No. There you go. How many rebounds did you average, Rich? Nine. See, you didn't get the double digits. My point exactly. Go. All right. So what? I, <laughs> what you mean? As a first of all, first of all, as an undersized power forward, nine is a lot. Rich, if you were my color, you'd have 12. At least. Well, how many did you average when you played home, play ball, did you? Man, I just fouled people. Oh, but the Charles Oakley are you then? Yeah, the yes, Charles sir. I, yeah, hey, I was a goon. This, I, I came on the court. <laughs> you ain't dunking on me. <laughs> yo, yo. James was like he played with his arms straight out. When you go down the court, he already did you, you up. Forearm in the ribs. Listen. I'm already in your ribs, dude. Right. Oh gosh. <laughs> but mm. I, I will I will say this though. My high total of rebounds was twenty two. Mine was sixteen. Okay. To, to be honest. My, mine was sixteen. I had, I had a sixteen sixteen game. Mine mine was twenty eight, twenty two, seven and five. Nice. All right, since we're here, Corey, what was your best stat line for your a basketball game? Oh, come on, man. I'm like Al Bundy at Polk High, man. I gave him a triple-double in slides on the court, man. In slides? That's the capitalist tone I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. That's a, so, Corey, this, Corey and that CBA, the Cat Basketball Association. Um, my, ten fouls, ten turnovers. Yeah, my, um, best, my best game. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my best game, and I know if TJ is listening, he's cringing right now because when he found out this story was true, it really upset him greatly. But we played a team. We, we, only, had, we only had five of us, and the fifth guy was hurt from the last game. So we went four against five the whole game, and I had six threes including the game winner um, in the game. It was me and three other guys. I'm not going to name them. Y'all know them, but I was, I was really about to name them off. Like, we just have a normal conversation. But I had six threes, including the game winner. We won the game. So that was my best game. That was my best game. I had 20, I had 20 that night, I think it was. Talisa, do you have a basketball game that you want to um, let us know about? Your, your best game ever? No, I ran track. What was your bet? What was your personal best? And um, I don't even know what you ran. What did you run? Um, I ran a four hundred. What's your best Ooh. time? Uh, best time was a. Uh... Dang, I don't even know. Um... <laughs> but did you come in first? Since you don't remember. Yeah, we were good. We went. I went to Hill House, so our, our track team. Was well, really well, that good. that says a lot. That says a lot. <laughs> 
I ran the 400 and I did the long jump. What was your best time for the 19, 19.36. Really? Yeah. 19.36. When I was in middle school, uh, when, when I had one chin, um, I was pretty <laughs> fast. Yeah, man. We actually, we did, we participated, my middle school, we did the Southeastern Relays, we get, went up against high schools in the Southeast and came in fifth. Mm-hmm. We, we we were no joke. And I, I, yeah, I did um, 400 and um, and the long jump. And it's pretty cool because my feet are really, really long. And um, they used to be a complex of mine, but I grew into it. But oh, back, that? yeah, back then they used to call me LL because when I walked my legs, I was like two L's. And um, oh, man. Took, a, took a long time to overcome. I, I had to, <laughs> listen, I, woman of God I had to grow into my handsomeness. It, it didn't just come in overnight. Like it, you know, I, my teenagers, I was struggling. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. See, they, see, they over here doing these four hundreds. I had to do a sixteen. I'm crying at sixteen. Well, I did yeah. an eight. Well, I, I guess yeah. Because because <laughs> my my high school coach was a um, my basketball coach was my track coach and cross country coach. So it was like it was mandatory for like yeah. endurance. So yeah. like if you could get in this sixteen hundred and not pass out, then you could stay on the court longer. So yeah. <laughs> We had to run cross country for our endurance. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated cross country, boy. I um, I used to drive past people that ran cross country at my high school. <laughs> <laughs> so that was always cool, like seeing them outside the school environment. Um, okay, was I, did it shot, I did shot put for a second, and then that was it. That was it for me. Yeah. yeah. What I'm gonna say is gonna sound really cruel, but like when I take my son to school in the morning. Um, the the cross country kids are already running through the neighborhood, and I always love to see how like there's three different waves of them. Like there's the there's that that first group that you know, or you know that's your real team, but then you got like a second patch mm-hmm. of kids, <laughs> and then you got that one that's behind everybody. <laughs> By the time he gets back, everybody will be gone. The clock is gone. <laughs> Baker, we got to get the math. <laughs> All right. All right. Like, he may not finish until second period. Like, this, <laughs> this is going to be almost nine o'clock. Mad parent teacher meetings. Like, I don't understand what Baker's not doing. <laughs> he's never on time for class. I don't understand he's, what Baker's never on time for class. He's, he, he's oh, here at six o'clock in the morning. I don't get it. He comes into class. He says, "Oh, he have you talked to your he health teacher? Just, 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 have you talked to your health teacher about hygiene? Because Baker needs to." <laughs> the end on his New Balance is sideways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this boy got a Z on his shoe. <laughs> are those are uh, those are Sacconis, right? <laughs> oh, not Sacconis. Oh man! Oh. So that that is um. <laughs> The athletic portion of the book. <laughs> I hope you got greatly. There's always a. There was always a backstory. Was that planned? Nah, absolutely not. This, this we started talking about the NBA finals, and then we ended up talking about Baker not being able to get the class on time because he's sick. Funky little boy. 
<laughs> funky little baker. Hey, baker, the only one running in basketball <laughs> shoes, right? <laughs> Track shoes on. The boy got on British Knights. <laughs> oh, oh, heavy. <laughs> All right, guys, I got questions. But the ankles are dark skin, though. He oh, my God. Ankles. Here we go. Not a dark skin ankles again. Okay. okay. All right. So I got questions for you individually. These are two different questions for each of you. So I'm going to start with James. Favorite romantic movie? God. Should, um, I come back, should I come back to you? Uh, no, you could only pick, You could only pick one. You others think on these things? Favorite you're getting, rom- wow. You're getting the same question. Favorite romantic movie. I wow. Wow. Um I found Black Panther to be romantic. I don't know why. I just you know, what? I was... <laughs> he ain't getting nothing back. Come on, man. Charlie ain't getting nothing but some little sugar. He ain't getting nothing but little sugar. <laughs> he, he, he took it though. And she gave it right back. I love it. Um Charlie ain't getting nothing but a little bit of sugar in that junk. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Love Jones. She's like, uh, Chadwick, get off me. I wanna mm, get off me. See, you, you going on with the illustration. You missed my pick. You missed my pick. Yeah, you said it. Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. Okay, Rich, favorite romantic movie? Um, because I'm such a basketball player, I was going to say love and basketball. And I don't nice even know. Trying to... Yo, sh- shut, shut, shut your, shut but, your hole. But why shut am it. I coming for you like I'm, I'm the Alfred Cotto or something like that? Like, you the first slice of bread in the loaf, so you like, ain't right. right. I'm, I'm coming for you like I'm 11.45 at night, like, really, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you PM Dawn out here. Like, what the <laughs> That boy said PM oh, Dawn. He really did. Oh, oh, gosh. All right, Corey, favorite romantic movie? Juice. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> oh, Jason's oh, lyric. I was going, no. Um... <laughs> That is hey, so funny. Hey. said juice. <laughs> when Queen Latifah said Cube was local. Oh my God. If Corey came up here and said juice are fresh, I would have died laughing, bro. Fam. Oh, uh, nah, I'm going to get real, 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 <laughs> real extra corny and say the notebook. Wow. Yeah, wasn't Damn. expecting that, huh? Gotcha. No, I did. I didn't see I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Niggas watch the notebook, George. Niggas watch the notebook. That's cap. I've never seen the notebook. Ever. You you never seen Lion King either, so that's not saying much. Okay, okay. Whoa, you just Yeah, me and say George ain't valid. Me and Corey just got battle rap and get it over with, yo. <laughs> Somebody just got to call time, and we just got to get these three rounds off, and we're going to be good. <laughs> Talisa, favorite romantic movie? Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. Okay, now, I'm going to start with you, Talisa. Favorite love song? Um... Gospel or what? <laughs> no, no, not gospel. Gospel. 
Wait a minute. You heard Boston songs? But I just just heard I love the Lord. You said love song. Satin sheet slide. Satin sheet slide is what she was going to say. Satin sheet slide. Waterbed riding. Her Um, lady, her lover, and her lord. (laughs) (laughs) Lover of my soul. I will um, lay my alabaster box at your feet, boy. <laughs> what? Pour that oil. Lisa said, you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't feel what I felt when he wrapped them up. When he wrapped them all. You know um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 come see him, man. Come see him. Uh, he's over here by the well. I'll be everything I do. <laughs> He told me everything about myself. Oh, <laughs> he knows me. <laughs> all right. All right, sorry. Favorite romantic love song. Hold on. I got to hum it. <laughs> Yo. No homo, no homo. <laughs> wow. Wow. Lisa, that was great. I <laughs> love it. I love it. Was that mm-hmm. where Let you me just say that. That was that was perfect placement. Okay. Yes. I'm getting there. <laughs> I gotta hold this. Wow. No. <laughs> 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 Somebody else holds the shoes. Somebody else knows because I can't think of the score. All right, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that may be the greatest moment on this show ever. <laughs> awesome. I absolutely love that. Oh, I love that energy, Ty Lizzle. Oh, Corey, you have to... <laughs> Oh, I got it, George. I got it. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> My favorite love song is Beauty by Drew Hill. Okay. okay. All right. Hmm. All right. That's that's yeah. That's nice. Okay, Corey, favorite love song. <laughs> oh shoot! I love this show. I hope y'all not gonna be in y'all group text texting about me. Absolutely, Absolutely not. We got to yes, we you in the group text that yeah. you in. You in? You gonna see this? <laughs> but it's gonna be your. It's gonna be this one that you in. You gonna see oh, this? Oh no. <laughs> Okay, guys. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> um, soundtrack to the Notebook. Don't play with me, man. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, all of me. John Legend. That was my okay. way. That just went. Didn't that just go like super diamond or something like that? Yeah, I uh, forgot I, the, I, I the categorization, I but <clears throat> I didn't have a, a first dance song, and the video had just came out, and I watched the video at work at least fifteen times back to back, and I called my wife crying like, "You have to look at this video. This is our song. I don't care." Wow, awesome. Okay, time out, George. You didn't say what your favorite movie, Miranda movie was. Oh, Boomerang. Okay. That's like comedy. Oh, I guess. Mm, it ended up, but okay. Right, you fell in love at the end, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, but mm. it took a, a while, right? 
I had to sleep with an old lady first. <laughs> Come on, man. That's you gotta another. get attacked by Harry Petty Panties. That's another show. Yeah. That's another show. Yeah. After this. <laughs> <laughs> but if, I guess if you really, really want to go like, like super, I can't live without you. That kind of, well, no, I'm gonna stick with my choice. I'm stick with Boomerang. There you go. When I quote Boomerang, when I quote Boomerang on this very platform, I'm the bad guy. Oh, no, hold up, hold up, hold on, hold on. Come on, man, he's bringing up old stuff. (laughs) That was so 2018. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Boomerang's my movie. So, Corey said all of me and um, Rich, romantic song. You know what? It's it's an unreleased song, George. You might have heard it, and maybe some other people heard it. But it's beautiful by Tank. Yes, that's my joint. That's a great song, people. If you haven't heard that song, I suggest you get on YouTube and pull that up. And it's not. And I also want to point out that it's not an accident that one of the members of TGT saying there we go that there we go but but song. seriously <laughs> seriously are we are we are we uh differentiating 2 a.m playlist songs from love songs because there's a difference no i'm i'm there's a reason why i'm asking you like i want like the first song that comes to your come comes right. to your your rememory because when when we uh, yeah. on my list too so what what's on your list when we tank when we Oh, the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now, let's see what we, we, we see where you at. If y'all have not heard at. "When We" by Tank, no. please listen we, to it we, tonight. We see where you at with it. We know who you going. <laughs> 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 All right, James. Um, mine is "Wow" by. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a romantic song. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely. <have to. laughs> it might be to you. <laughs> According to Offset, it's showing. Just, just the romantic evening is WAP, some Timberlands, <laughs> bag your yeah. weed over there on the table. I think Chicken it's quite wing. romantic. Chicken wings fried hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some hot sauce. Hot sauce and fries. Oh, what my gosh. Um, Bath and Body Works candle burning the <laughs> Oh shoot! Now, now for real though, mine—the first one that comes to mind for me is "With You" by Tony Terry. That's a oh, great one. That's a that is a that is a all that's time a great top one. five black wedding song. Yeah. All right, so mine is "Love" by Music Soul Child. So very good song. The reason why I asked that was because we you know we were talking about love tonight, and I want to find out from you guys. Kind of, what's your def? If somebody had to ask you your definition of love, what would you say? It doesn't have to be like, oh well, the bishop might give us a sermon because he is the bishop. But <laughs> give us, give us whatever you. If somebody were to ask you, if somebody had no clue about love, what would you say love was if you were describing it to them? Just off the top, just selfless, like. It- it just requires you to, and not not just because it's an obligation, but because you care that much about a person that 
I'm going to go the lengths that I can go to make sure that you're happy. So if that means I got to do this, and I'll do it. If it means I give this up for the time being, and I'll do it. You know, I got, I got. Just to make sure that like that person knows that wow, you really, you really do love and you really do care about me. And it's not so much about the act. Yeah, the act is important. This is important and it's cool. But when everything else, like the intent behind right, it. Stop running. Come brush your teeth. Because it's yeah, like, yeah. Mute button. But no, that's why, that's why When We is one of his favorite songs, All Them Daggone Kids. That's why. <laughs> George, George, you have way more kids than I do. Let's just, or we have the same amount of kids. Are we two? Two? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. This, all right. Damn. <laughs> I thought I, I, I would. I said, yo, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> I lost that round, yo. Yeah, yo. Two one hey, debatable. Now nah, I need rebuttal. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. George okay. just choked the second round. <laughs> I definitely just choked that round. I lost that round big time. All right, James, if someone were to ask you what, what is love? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just wanted that reaction. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. We're talking about romantic love? Yes. Okay, because that's the difference. Um, well, I just answered that question wrong. No, not Fair. necessarily. Uh, I, I didn't know what we I were want y'all to answer. I just want y'all to answer in your way. Like, I don't want it oh, to okay. be like specified. Um, like, if somebody were to ask you what was the first thing that would come to your mind? Oh, okay. No, I got you. When being with or around this person ignites everything that God wanted me to be. Yep, that's the bishop. Yeah, preach. Yeah. It is. Man. That was- <laughs> See, I'm glad you went. Oh, see, that's why I'm glad he went after me because Paul. No, okay. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> that's that real love that makes you want to be. Yo, I love it. Yeah, George, just skip me on that on that question. Just skip oh, so right wait, over. Just, just, just skip right over. Man. Yo, you can't do that, man, because he comes oh. in. Pause. He comes in like with 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 poetry and oh shit. All right, <laughs> so, so since James yeah, shame on you, stuck. George, for not knowing since, to put him last. Shame on you. True. George, is James just, yeah, it's, it's on me. I'll take it. Buster Rhymes never rhymes first in the group. Buster Rhymes never. That's, that's facts. This Buster Rhymes never goes first. Please pass. Imagine if as I combine and start it off and talk. <laughs> um, It'll be a very, very Five dog be, be like, yo, short. what? I'm not going after him. You crazy? <laughs> so, 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 so it sucks. Everybody else is so like, terrible. <laughs> so the movies and songs that I asked you guys about, like, do you see when you when you get there these favorite movies and songs, do you see what you think love is in these in these art forms at all? Is it lacking or do you think they're not well, yeah, that's the question. Is it lacking or do you see what you think love is in these art forms? Cool. Well, I think Oh, Tommy, so go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. 
I think for the movie that I picked, um, Brown Sugar, it for me, it depicts what I think love should be in a sense because they were friends. Mm-hmm. And I think with any with any relationship, you need a foundation. So the friendship was the thing that brought them together. And even though they were with other people, they always came back to each other. Um, so with that, um, I just wish they would have came together a lot sooner. <laughs> but right. sometimes you need to go through that to really understand, like, yo, you're really the one for me. You're my best friend. Just like, you know, the bishop said, when I'm around you, it makes me better. Like, and you could tell that they, in that movie, they they were better together. Like, the chick that he originally married, nah, she wasn't even that cute to me, personally. Um, <laughs> but Sinai Lathan got him, understood him. So the thing, like, when he, when she was saying this, um, I think she called whatever he was trying to do a thingy. Sinai Lathan understood, like, that's not what, he, this is bigger than that. This is, this is deeper than that. And mm-hmm. I think when you, when you have that relationship, um, it's really nothing can penetrate it. You know, nothing can separate, nothing can separate it. And for me, I think love is unconditional. And I know that we have that love with God that's unconditional, but if you're just gonna love me because I look good or I can do things for you, then I don't need you because it life ain't gonna always be like that. True. That's that's true. That's so true. Corey. Pick the perfect movie. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, the notebook. Absolutely did, bro. Absolutely did. We, we ride together, we die together. Yeah. And, like, no, there's no another movie. <laughs> notebook. Notebook. There's a, actually another movie that I'm thinking about. Um, Outside the notebook, but um, what's the Channing Tatum's in it, and he's he proposes he's married to this girl who gets into an accident, and oh, you just trying to pull on all the heartstrings. Well, go ahead, because both those movies to me like express what love is. Uh, he got they got married. She got into an accident, and she forgot she she forgot she was married to him. She forgot like who he was, how she met him, all this other stuff. And she, she fell for her ex. And he spends the majority of the movie trying to actually win her I back. I remember that and, movie, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And it, it's, it's movies like that and also The Notebook where you see like people have this, I'm going to fight no matter what. We're here. Uh, even, even though you joke with the tagline, Notebook for Life. But um, that was a forever kind of love. So in both of those instances, yeah, uh, the movie that I picked displays uh, pretty much the epitome of love on screen. Um, hold up, the what? Oh, you... epitome. I'm using my word of the day. Uh, app. <laughs> the... <laughs> what you just say? What the words with friends I, is going I, on I, here? I, I said, go on to the next person, George. You I, I politely me. asked you not to cuss on my podcast, and here you go. <laughs> <laughs> here you go again. <laughs> the epitome. That's the, I like that word. Sheesh. 
That's a good so, word. Sounds French. Yeah. At least base French. At least, at least that. <laughs> Ridge. Yo. Um, loving basketball. Outside of the commonality, okay, it's hoops. Um, you know, even though there was a bet to be like, all right, if I win, you mind type of deal. It was like he wasn't like he realized like, okay, this is dumb. I know I care about you. And he came he couldn't even deny it anymore. You know what I mean? And I think that's um something that like some people and I and I can relate to it where it's just like I'm trying not to like feel the way I feel about this person, but it's like, come on now, you know you care. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. So when he pulled that stunt at the end, where he was like, hey, let's run it back. It's like, see, <laughs> see, brother, like, you know, stop playing and go ahead and love that girl. You know you do. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, just pretty, it's just pretty much that simple. Like, but if I had thought about those, like the notebook, like that I could relate to where it's like, okay, it's unconditional, you know, regardless of what the situation is or what may have changed in the situation. I think that's more um, how we can kind of keep keep that open in in our love journey, so that when things do change, we're not stuck in the um, way things used to be, or how we hoped it would change. It's like no, embrace the changes and love through those changes as well. So that's it. All right, I got que- I got questions today. Just imagine me walking around with like some index cards and stuff like that. I hope you guys are enjoying this. <laughs> what? You Wait, haven't I answered. Didn't... You asking questions that you don't even hey, answer. Hey, on. this is my podcast. Yo, my back. <laughs> He's a narrator. No, but no, I, 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 I would say because all right, all right. I'm gonna admit something. It's kind of unfair to make me. Make y'all pick just one song in this one movie. I'm just gonna start there <laughs> because I can't do that myself. But like, I just I had to give one. Um, black people got playlists, bro. Facts. I mean, there's so many songs for like so many different situations. So like, you know, um, I I with with the boomerang thing for me is that you know he was unsure. He was mm-hmm. going after he was going after what he thought he wanted the entire movie until he was awakened. And then even when he messed up what he knew he wanted, he still went after what he wanted and then he eventually got it. Because you know movies usually end on a good note or something like that. so I mean he got what he wanted and then like the song, you know. I like music soul child love for me is pretty much like for me it's one of the greatest songs ever because it just it's the way it just describes love the way it just like breaks it down to the point it breaks it down to the point and it's funny because when Talisa asked this question is it romantic love or is it gospel like you could literally take music soul child love and sing it as a gospel song they have <laughs> Like no, but but you don't, not, and you don't. I mean, not cheesily changed lyrics, and because I I've I've heard that gospel version, and I felt like the switches that they made were pretty unnecessary. 
<laughs> that's just me being the <laughs> being the songwriter. But that song itself pretty much talks about you know, like for better or worse, I still choose you first. So you got to understand that how you feel, and I guess this goes into my next question, and um, when I'm going to ask y'all about sustaining love. Like, Talisa made a point, like, how like how you are when you, when you fall in love is not how you are when you're still in love 10 years later. So what you fell in love with, whether it was the physical or whatever it happened, you know, at first look or whatever, it's not going to be the same from, from 2010 to 2020. Stuff might change. So, and that goes into another music soul child song, Don't Change, which is also great. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things. So the next question I have for y'all is what are, what is your advice on sustaining love? So should I start with James first or no? Because I feel like James is going to give us... No, you know what? Y'all just got to get... Y'all just got to step it up. James? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'll give one tip on sustaining love. Don't don't go too hard. Don't, don't hit him with a haymaker. <laughs> <laughs> go to drop the bomb. Drop the bomb. Um, said, I, I've been holding this secret for the past 15 years, and I'm glad you asked me that, George. That's funny. Um, that was me. That was me trying to imitate you. So sorry. I it's not way. good at all. That was uh, okay. all right. All right. You know, be encouraged. Right. Um, I just I just lost another round. <laughs> hey, yo. Can't be losing on your podcast, bro. You gotta step it up. <laughs> well, you got home field advantage, bro. What's going oh, on? Oh man. Um, advice on love that's it's it's I mean that's a huge thing you're asking us to do because we're still learning about it um I'm go. I'm I'm in year no I'm, I'm in year 18 with my wife like I was just texting her like a couple of seconds ago she's downstairs I'm upstairs and I was just texting her you know we're about to make 18 years of marriage and we're still learning about this thing Congrats on um, that. Thank you. Um, it is, everything's going to change. Be committed to everything changing. Facts. Everything's going to change. It will not be ideal. It will not be fairy tale. It will be, it's going to take you through some winding roads. Um, but it is not love if it's not covenant. There is no love without covenant. And, and, and covenant makes a long, eternal sacrifice of commitment. And if you're not willing to be eternal, don't call it love. Mm. If I'm going to say, if I'm going to say I love you, I'm, I, I can never take that back. You know, when we used to sing that song at church, I love the Lord and I won't take it back. You know, it's that thing. Um, because you can't take back love. You can take back infatuation. You can take back friendship. You can take back coolness, like I'm cool with you. Um, you can remove somebody, you know, from your from your space. But when you when you give heart, heart is heart. Heart is heart, soul is soul. Um 
if you if you're gonna walk into that, um, be all the way committed to the one you love, and that never changes, even when things change. Love can't change. Jesus, preach. <laughs> This is the part where I slow clap right now. <laughs> this is the part when we go to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> she said, will there be one? <laughs> the hours far spent. I, 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 I do want to say this, though. I do, I do, I do want to say this. So I, I believe a lot of people get into relationships for them. Um, yeah. I was, um, I was, I do voice lessons and one of my clients is getting ready to do a wedding. And so the, one of the songs that he has to sing is You and I by Stevie Wonder. And Rich, I thought that song was romantic until I, when we went through the lyrics. Mm. What, one of the lines says, God has made us fall in love. It's true. I've really found someone like you. Mm. Um, so you're not in love with that person. You're in love with a type. True. True. It should be I glad I found you. Not I yes. really found someone like you. Yeah. All right, now hold up, hold up. Is it wrong to have a type? Is that, self, is that selfish? Okay, let me, let me let me explain it this way. If you're committed to the type, then when the person acts out of the type that you like, then you'll find another type you'll find someone to fit that type. When you're in love and you're in the commitment of love, no matter what happens with that type, I'm married to you. I'm not married to a type. I'm, I'm not married just to be married. I'm not married because I'm 29 and I wanted to be married by 30. I'm not married because everybody, everyone else around me is married and I didn't want to be the last single person. No, I'm married to you. Now, no matter what happens yeah. to you. I'm married to you. Rich talked about this a couple of weeks ago with, with, with what happened in the first years of his marriage. Okay. He could have easily, if he was selfish and married to the ideal, he could have weaseled his way out. But he said, no, I'm married to her. True. You're my wife. Not, I'm not just married to be married. I'm 100% committed to you as long as we both shall live. Not the type. It's you. So even if you have a type and you find someone in that type, when you find someone, it's them. It's not someone like them. It is them. Okay. Now, let's pull it back a little bit. We gotta, let, let's pull it back out of the marriage room because I want to get that. I want to talk about the whole type thing at first because what do we do? Well, not we. What if to somebody that's how, how we right experienced now, it? Right. Because. I mean, what, what you're saying is completely correct. But if we take it back to where it's just you, how are we to get past the type stage to get to that next level? You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, might not, it might not be something as... Because, you're like, again, you're completely right. But if, if I'm listening to this and I'm single, I'm like, Dag, like, I was wrong for saying, like, I like girls that's 5'7", like, <laughs> or, or, or for a girl to be like, I just like, like, light-skinned dudes. 
You happy, mm -mm. Rich, Corey? Y'all happy? Uh, what, 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 no, nah, I just, what, I just had to throw y'all that bone because nah, uh, nah, no homo. Nah, nah, um, nah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I just, so, I mean, so I'm asking for those people, like the single people that they don't have that deep of a connection with somebody. Like, because if you're just dating, all you have is what you saw. Pretty much. So uh, it's it's yeah. at the most facetious level possible. All you see is, wow, she looked good. Wow, he looked good. And then you're in that interview stage. Mm -hmm. So how does it get from one level to the next? You got to be open for be that. Honest? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Corey. Go, go ahead, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. He, he said, "Can I be no. honest? You've been lying all night, huh?" <laughs> for real, all night, all cat, night, cat, all cat, night. cat, cat. You're a no, but um, for for me and my personal situation, I was dating serial dating at the time. Me and my wife met serial dating. And or flakes or frosted flakes. Oh, come on, Rich. <laughs> so, come on, man. Applejack. Um, <laughs> I owe you. <laughs> I, I was serial dating and I kept trying to be like, oh, well, no, I'm looking for this particular type. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. And I tell my wife all the time, what made me fall for her was I saw how much she loved me. Like, it, it wasn't like what she did or it wasn't how she looked and completely off guard because I kept saying, oh, well, you need to have a certain time limit to fall in love. And I can't think it was happening too fast. Like, so he say something important. Yeah, I can't hear you. My love. Can you repeat huh? that whole thing? Because I, I, I don't know if it sound like it, a Beastie Boy song. Yeah, he sound like you kind of kind of messed up. So say that again, please. You, you kind of distorted. Yeah, you kind of yep. distorted that you was cooking too. That was all first verse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I was saying um, when when I, I I was serial dating, I, we heard that part because of the joke. But I was serial dating, and I was looking for a certain type. And um, what made me fall for my wife was how she treated me. It wasn't how she looked and what the type that I I thought I was looking for. It was how she treated me. And I tell her all the time, like I thought. Um, in order to be in love with somebody, it had to be a certain time limit. You had to be, you had to be with them for a certain amount of time. You had to have X amount of memories. And it happened so quick for me based off of just how she treated me. So like what I thought I was looking for uh, necessarily wasn't love. It was an infatuation or a type like you're talking about. But it wasn't until um, something came up that I completely wasn't expecting completely like, uh, almost derailed me from what I was, where my attention was, was when I was like, oh, shoot, what's happening here? Why do I have these, these strong feelings like, oh, I, I can't live without this person now. Like, it was weird for me because, I, like I said, I, I thought it had to be a certain time frame. I thought it had to be a length of time you had to be with somebody. So, um, yeah, it, 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 I hear what you guys are saying in terms of types and for the single people listening the type that you may be looking for may not necessarily be what you actually want. It may be phase that you're in at a particular time, but sure. I would encourage you not to look in terms of 
types and see the, the broader picture. Because uh, someone mentioned earlier, it, they're not going to look like that all the time. They're not going to dress or act or talk like that all the time. What's deeper than the outside appearance? What is deeper than, oh, well, the whack? So to speak. Oh, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> that whack was in quotations. Phrasing. Phrasing. That sentence alone, what's deeper than the whack, just took away everything. It shouldn't be anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if it is, it's a pick. Let me help you. Corey said so much right there. And all I took from it is yeah. what's deeper than the whack. Uh, All I saw uh, was somebody uh, falling forever. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh this is why I don't like you, George. <laughs> let, let me hum it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I mean, I feel like, because I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm in this effort to try to help some single people. And some why? people that are. <laughs> why? I didn't know, like, there's somebody in your world that no needed counsel or something like that. Okay. No, no. Okay. I'm to... <laughs> I didn't know. No... Because I, I'm one thing that I've, I've, I would say I've noticed that I've, I've really seen is that it has to be, it has to be super difficult to date in 2020 pandemic excluded like the stuff that you guys have to put up with like in man that junk is crazy to me like and i i talk to like my cousins and my friends that like date now and stuff like that and the landscape in itself is nothing like what we went through when we when we did it there was like What's the best way to put it? Like, there's like nothing left. Like, at least in our time, we hit, we still had a little innuendo. There was still some stuff we had to think about and wonder about. Like now, it's just like everything is just out there, and everything has a timestamp. And from text messages to posts to everything, and this doggone social media that you got to deal with that's that's difficult and then the pressure i, I see that yeah the pressures see of that seeing, people. <laughs> the pressures of seeing um three people get engaged on your timeline while you <laughs> you you can't that, get, that makes you people can, bitter oh my you god can't that billy, you bitter. can't get billy to act right billy ain't acting right at, at, since he got his um stimulus check and everybody else is getting engaged and doing gender reveals. And you're just like, I paid my taxes, I paid my tithe, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot. So it's like, I, I, I kind of just want to like help people out as much as I possibly can. Help the and ones that want to be helped. No, even... Because I can't even say, like, I wanted to be specific because sometimes people don't want to be helped, but they honestly need to hear it anyway. Because, like, I don't, I don't want to hear that I need to drink more water when, when juice tastes better. 
I don't want to hear it. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, but I need to realize that I need to drink the sparkling water because it's better for me than the juice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, any other thoughts that like are, are on your mind concerning this thing? Because there's a yeah. lot, there's a lot yeah. of ways we could go. Yeah, it is. And especially when a, a subject this big, you yeah. have to understand, like, it's five of us here, and we all yeah. have five different relationships. Mm-hmm. And we arrive to them in different places, you know? And so you, we can't look at what we see on social media or what we think is the truth on social media because no one is posting everything about their lives. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Like, very, very, very particular about what they post. Yeah. And it, but, and you're like not wrapping your, but you're not wrapping your mind around that at the time. I, at the time right. I mean, and, when and, you're and at it on your couch at eleven thirty at night and you lonely and you and you just scrolling and you seen such and such and you know such and such don't brush their teeth and got bad breath. How they get well, engaged. And, and, and you that's see- the thing. <laughs> but but that but that's the thing, because if you're looking at social media to cure your loneliness, you're gonna be hurting way worse. All right. That's true too. Find, find some games to play. Yeah, but because what social, social media, media doesn't show Social media doesn't show uh, the argument before the picture. Like, you literally could be in the middle of a heated argument right before the picture's taken. Picture's taken, and it's just literally a moment. One, two, three, cheese, or we we, cheese, and then we go right back to arguing. Social media don't show They show the the other part. I want want to say this. For for unmarried people, uh, and then just in, because we could say the same thing about careers, right? You know, True. like if you're not where you want to be in your career, and you're looking at folks that are, you know, <laughs> traveling uh, or were, were traveling or, you know, on recordings or connected with these people. Like, what, where, where is it happening for me? I'm a loser. What am I doing with my life? Um, the, you have to look at yourself and say, if I am everything that I'm supposed to be, then where I am is the best place I can be right now. And that I will know who I need to know when I need to know them, you know, that, that was coming for me. The only thing I need to be focused on is making sure I'm getting myself together, that I'm ready for every opportunity, even, even if it's relationship opportunities that I'm ready for, that I'm becoming the person that I need to be, you know, don't worry about what anybody else is doing because we're not on the same paths. We're not going to the same space. Even if we're the same age, we're not going in the same direction. Our purposes are going to be different. You know, if I told you everything that was going on in my world, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> you know, and I don't know if anybody would sign up for that. But when you see me on, you know, on Instagram with the leather on, you're like, oh, that dude's together. Hey, that's, you know, so it's, 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 it's a different thing. You know, you find out what's, what you need to be doing, what works for you. And don't worry about anybody else in your crew or anybody else that you see, your friends or your so-called friends. Find out what's best. What is God's will for my life? And let me carry that out and, and be fine with it. And that's the thing. Some people aren't, and you can tell, same way, same way we could tell, like, okay, you ain't posting everything, but you are posting something that gives a little resemblance of what may be your conflict. Because you got people now that, like, every time somebody do something, like, oh, it's relationship goals, relationship goals, it's like, no, nah, you don't know what that took. Like you said, like you don't know what that takes for them to have them type of goals or whatever. And then, just to reiterate what you said, it's like the um, the tailored part of it. It's like, 
we're looking at something else that's shiny and it's like, oh, it looks great. I want that. And then when you realize it's like, it's not to all that, you want to put it back. And it's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Like I get people now that be like, oh, relationship goals. And I never was like, no, nah, you don't want this. <laughs> you, you don't want this at all. Tell your story, share, share with us. And it's like, my story and our relationship is unique to us. It may not benefit you at all. And I don't want to get in the, I don't want you to get in the mind frame that like this is the end all be all. That this is what you have to do. It was like, nah, this is what I gotta do. So, so like you said, find out what works for you because I think it's just so much out there that influences people that are looking for something. And it makes it easier for them to like have a point of reference because maybe experiences like hasn't shown them like what we have grown to learn yet. Like we learned that like, okay, this isn't a one size fits all solution for everything. This isn't how you go about looking for love and things like that. Some people haven't figured that out yet. And sometimes we are, or other people are other people's point of reference for for love and you get a mixed bag with that hmm. talisa what do you what's your take on all of this all of this <laughs> um i mean social media is just a hype like everybody's saying it's we post what we want to post we don't post you know when we in our valley we post our mountaintops and you know, which is, you know, you know, that's your prerogative. You know, Brother Bobby Brown said, I. <laughs> sure. In the book of Bobby. <laughs> um, it is different. Like the bishop said, like, our, we have our own story. We have our own walk of life and we have um, our own relationships. Like each and every one of us approach marriage different, you know, we've whether our spouse was our type or whether they they weren't um but it was something there that that drove us to that individual i think social media sometimes you just need to you need to go on a fast you need to just like cleanse yourself from that because it will have you believing a lie it will have you infatuated with a lie falsehood and if you're not really secure within yourself, then anything is gonna, any and everything is gonna move you. Like, it starts with you, the individual. And if you know who you are, know where you're going, know what God has for your life, like, it's not gonna be, you know, hard for you to just see something and, and, and go with it. I mean, and I think that's with anything, like, you know, the bishop said, like, even with careers, with relationships, even in church, like, you know, these different types of titles that you have, and you look at people that's traveling evangelists, and this, and that, and prophets, and all that, and and they ain't saying nothing. It, Oops. You don't even know what it took for them to become that. Like, you don't right. know, like, in certain titles, and certain people have to walk alone, if you're really <clears throat> that, like, so... You don't want that story. You don't. You don't know what it what it takes to get to whatever it is. 
I feel like I'm repeating everybody, but I just. It's, it's, <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing, though. It really is a thing. But, yeah, I get appreciate your present place. Right. You know, right. Um, I won't look at anybody in my field as more successful than I am if I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I look at my, my realm of effectiveness. Mm-hmm. That my realm of effectiveness is right where I'm supposed to be. Maybe I'm not, not supposed to be uh, a platinum selling artist when it comes to my music. Maybe I'm not supposed to be traveling the world uh, like that. Maybe, maybe I'm affecting a thousand people a week and me affecting a thousand people a week, they're affecting other people because I've affected them. Maybe that that level of impact is exactly what I'm supposed to be. I need to learn how to cherish that. You know, maybe I'm supposed to be uh, single all of my life. Maybe I'm supposed to be. Uh, let me learn how to cherish that. Let me find out what I'm supposed to be doing. I would only be frustrated if I'm if if I'm not fulfilling my purpose because getting with somebody just to be getting with somebody and then being unhappy. And unfulfilled is worse than being single. True. Being with the you, wrong person is worse than being single. So it's 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 it goes back to that fulfillment. Do I reach my highest potential when I'm with you? You know, and even if you don't make everything on my checklist, you may be short when I want it tall. You may be a little pudgy when I want it thin. You know, um, I may start off making more money than you right now, but do you ignite purpose in me? do we have a path or a trail that we can go to that's our own? You know, you know, they'll be taking too much advice from other people because they don't have your relationship. You know, that, that's y'all too. So y'all too need to work that out. You know, so do, am I committed to that? Finding that love is work, man. You got to work. You got you, you to work through love, man. It's, it's a lot of work and, it, and the only two people that can work it out are the people that are in it. But do you think it's this is like... I don't... Go ahead. I don't... <laughs> I think one of the things that I um, I would say concerning that is that even though it's a it's a you thing, it's a us thing between y'all. I don't think that you should. Um, there should be at least some sort of counsel because there's some this sometimes there'll be situations where A and B just can't get it right. Yeah. So. It's just, and and I I, I guess what we're all trying to say is that, and and this is why I'm so concerned for other people because there's no, there's no easy answer to this. Because there's a bunch of ways to go about it. There's there's one person can go about it by getting help from people. Like one person has to go about it by getting hooked up. Like there's another person that goes about it by just being by, like you said, being by themselves. There's so many ways. So I think that's why it kind of drives me crazy. And I know I, I, I go back to social media because it's so prevalent. And um, when somebody suggests that they know the way for you to get to this. And I'm like, no. Like, and like people actually like, people would actually listen to it. And, not, and I always say, this is one thing I always say. You got to check the sources of your inspiration. You have to see what they're doing. Like, if, if you have somebody that's giving you marriage advice, but their engagement failed, 
I'm saying like <laughs> you got somebody that's giving you like like that, and that's real. I'm talking about a real person. I'm just not. I'm just not saying their name. That's why I'm because laughing. All I'm saying is that if I had Latoya Luckett, I would not lose her. But I'm not saying my name. <laughs> but like, if but if, and then you got some people that's giving that's giving out Christian financial advice, but then and giving people sprinkles of Jesus here and there, but then people is getting robbed. I'm yeah. not saying no name. So it's just like you might as well do it now, Rob Hill. I mean, you just said everything else. I didn't. I that was you. You said Rob name. Hill. Not, I didn't say anybody. Else. That's just. I would never. I would never do that. That's who's just name, not me. Who's who's name dropping yeah. here? Who's doing? I, 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 I want to be clear that I was not saying that you shouldn't take counsel. I'm saying that the counsel that you take from should be impartial, and right. should speak to all of you. Take the counsel with your girl. Taking counsel from your girlfriends who may not approve of your relationship anyway is not wise counsel. Nah, right. I, I see I see people nowadays that will just like instead of it being inspiration, they will covet what you have. So it's like instead of like, okay, I'm inspired mm -hmm. to go do my own thing, it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna just take yours. It's like where? And that's also <laughs> where you gotta be careful who you led into your into your world. You know what that's I mean? Because they could be plotting. You know, and that's why you got to keep that stuff. To me, you got to keep that stuff off of social media because you're just inviting any and everybody and all them people who just like, oh, I'm happy for you. Is just yeah, give me, just just give me give me what I need so I can figure this out, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and I'm in there. And like you said before, it was like, and I was I was you were saying so much, and I was like, man, I was gonna say that, man, I was gonna say that, but like the counseling part, it's like. We listening to people who could only go by their experience, and counselors are more geared to like understand people, all walks of life, all like you know backgrounds and things like that too, so that they could tell you like, or at least guide you in the direction of this may work for you versus this because of how you are. So, so maybe that would help with like why you like the types that you like, and it may be more superficial than you think, or. Mm it may be a variant of your first encounter with something. It's like, okay, when I first started liking girls, this is what she looked like. So that's why I have a type. Before you understand that, like, hey, I'm probably short selling myself by going by this type because I'm only going by this part when there's a whole bunch of other things that I may need that I'm not even aware of yet until I meet the person who brings all that out. Oof, so... Like, cause I'll, I'll, I'll say this, like, my wife, she was finding everything. But it wasn't even so much that that, like, got me. It was like, in each other relationship, it was like, okay, we're together. We just together. It's like, she helped with, like, a point of direction to the point where it frustrated me, where it's like, where was this at before? <laughs> what was I doing before? And now that like I gotta get adjusted to somebody who's in your tail, like, hey babe, we gotta do this, or hey babe, what you got planned for the day? And it's like pause. Push the button. <laughs> no. But <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with Rick because it's like I've 
for me, my, for me, this is only for me. I felt like being married and, you know, still in the, I guess the honeymoon phase, but I feel like the, my husband was like my mirror. Like he showed me me. And I mean, he didn't do it in a pointing your finger at me, but it was like, I, you know, I never, I, I, I didn't live with someone for a very long time. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a space to share. I didn't, it was just me and my son for a very long time. And then he comes in and is like, he is like a mirror. Like I see myself and that for me was extremely uncomfortable but it was very, it was needed. He upset need, a pattern. <laughs> right. So I needed, I needed that. But at the time I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Like you shaking my, my world. I'm not, I'm not used to this. Like we, we got to buy a whole dresser for you now. Like, hold on. Wait. Like, <laughs> I like my decor. I like what I got here. I mean, in little stuff, but I had to adjust to the mirror. I had to look at myself. Michael Jackson said it best. Like, it's the man in the mirror. It starts with you. I want to know like, what his R&B Bible is that you got. Because you... I seriously... Listen. <laughs> Michael I, I, I think that was, like, my... Um, she preaching. That was hard. And it, and it still continues to be hard because the mirror is still up. Like, you know, I have, you know, things that I have to, to deal with and to go through within myself. And I think... With that, it's like you never, with marriage, it's like, I don't know for y'all, but I wasn't completely whole when I got married. Like, there was things still inside of me that I had to work on. And honestly, there was things inside of me that I didn't even know was there until I jumped into the marriage. Like, nope. <laughs> but see, I think that's where, I don't want to say where people mess up, but I, I feel like, I don't know why I'm going here, but I feel like people Let always use have <laughs> people always have this prerequisite before they they act on something. Like you know, you try to get somebody to come to church, and they'd be like, "I got to clean my life up before I get there." You'd be like, "No, you, that's why you're going." Like, you understand? You don't have to. Like, you don't have to get right before you, you go. You're going there to get healed. That's like somebody actually get going to the hospital like no, I can't go to the hospital I got a broken leg they ain't gonna let me in like no it don't make no sense so for the fact that you're not whole but you're still in this relationship and you're working it out and you're trying to make it better that's a good thing that's a good thing because a lot of times and and another thing I want to drive home because we we might have to continue this next week because we've been talking for a minute I feel like the reason why there's so much confusion when it comes to relationship is because there's so much power in relationship. There's so much power in unity. There's so much power in communion that, and there's so much power, like James said earlier in covenant, he was trying to be just deep when he said covenant. All he had to say was agreement, but whatever. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's so much power in covenant. <laughs> I'm going to let you slide because it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> there's 
James was like covered it. I was like, why he just say agree? Yeah. Anyway, we'll hit this group text up after the show. <laughs> but listen, I, I, I like this conversation. And just like um, I, I steal stuff from Corey's podcast all the time, I'm stealing a part two from his podcast as well. We might have to, we're gonna have to continue this one next week during my birthday week. Yeah, hey, yeah. I said, hey, <laughs> yo, Libras, Libras, talk, talk to me. Anyway, this has been a fantastic conversation, guys. I appreciate you. Um. This has been a, a covenant conversation that you had. And James, I didn't say anything about your leather coat when you brought it up. I just want, I just want, I just want to point that out. No, nothing. Wait. I get nothing for that. <laughs> He's gone silent. I'm waiting for the group text. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hopefully, hopefully, I'm here next week. <laughs> Which, but we want to thank you all for listening. We hope we said something that can actually help somebody. We hope we said something that could like reinforce something in you that can awaken something in you. You know what I'm saying? This love thing, this love thing. You know, in, in the words of Martin Payne, love is all right. real talk it is and like i know we went romantic love here but i like like i said i'm gonna reiterate like there's there's great power in a relationship and that's probably that's one of the only reasons why the enemy fights against it so greatly okay i'm about to start preaching so i'm gonna shut up now thank you so much for listening there's any any other parting thoughts anything else on your hearts and minds that you want to say. I know James is waiting to cook me in the, in, in the group chat. Talisa, you have anything else you want to say? Thank you for having me. Thank you for being a part. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Talisa. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, James. Thank you, Corey, once again for being a part of this podcast. Thank you all that are listening for listening. Please, if you have any show ideas, questions, topics please do not hesitate to dm me on all social media email me at vjoysmith.me.com and we will cover it on the show i also would keep- like to say um for a, just like a grooming tip for women with mustaches when you wear your mask shave oh, just like the, the top part oh, right where your God. lip goes out oh, my God. and it won't stick out of your mask What's too hard so um <laughs> Yeah, I want you to breathe a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, the bad part about it is is the skies that's that's very caring, but you about to get punched right in the face. I want you to breathe a little better. Oh my gosh! It's like that meme that said, uh, "My girl told me she wanted me to run." Um, my fingers through her hair, so I touched her mustache, and that's when the fight started. Yo, oh, I forgot <laughs> yeah. to bring this up. Sorry, people, we can't sign up without talking about this. Did y'all see that girl twerking in front of Salt Bay? Boy, yes. And her boyfriend caught her. Yes. Yeah. Mid mid twerk. One piece of relationship advice. So Bay, so Bay, the real G in that whole video. Listen, one piece of relationship advice we can all give y'all: do not twerk in front of the cook. 
in front of your man. It will not go good. Salt Bay had his phone out like a G. He had his phone out. Yo, he knew what time it was. But how, why did um, <laughs> why did why did um, why did Salt Bay have an iPhone nine though? That was the smallest phone <laughs> I, I ever seen for somebody that makes that much money. I guess he finally paid it off. <laughs> we, will, we will talk to y'all next week, and as always. <laughs> Stay beautiful. Oh, listen, people. Brand new merch in the store. Link in my bio. I'll talk about it next week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Stay beautiful. Peace.